Hello, Ray. Okay, I think I'm supposed to be first on this digital diary for Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid. And it's taken me a few days to do it because I don't even know what I'm rambling about. I'm really, I'm really hyper-focused on, you know, finding my footing and uh, being inspired when I make decisions because I do believe inspiration is directly linked to life, God, and the universe. And in my old dog years, I've been living in in the way of I only do whatever it is I'm feeling inspired to do. Oh my gosh, what's that noise? Anyway, oh, I know what that noise is. I'm completely committed (laughs) to the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, um, whatever, hoopla. But that also has been part of, uh, part of this thing that I've been pondering you know it's working uh living upon inspiration living through gratitude and gratitude is this thing that you don't just say you have it's it's a feeling you have and gratitude is this thing that you feel calm you feel collected you feel hopeful it's uh, a feeling of you not just hopeful you feel inspired and passionate you have this grounded feeling of um, thankfulness and joy. That's, that's the feeling of gratitude. And when one feels grateful, then you're making choices that are based upon what gratitude is attached to. If one does not feel grateful, and if you do not feel passionate and inspired about your life, then you have to really step back and look at what kind of decisions you're making because they're not based upon those things. So are your decisions based upon fear? Are your decisions based upon uh, anger, frustration, greed, lack of? If that's the case, then your return are going to be equal to those things. And the reason I bring up the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing is because, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, who's right or wrong. I know what I feel, but it's irrelevant. But the point of the matter is any relationship, including theirs and anyone else's, whether business or personal, when a relationship starts going this direction, the decisions that are typically being made by both parties are based around anger, frustration, lack of, um, hatred. Uh, ill balance, all of these things, negativity. And so the outcome of that relationship or whatever it is has to equal that. So, you know, I don't know. I'm rambling as I am supposed to be. And I'm sure you would be high-fiving me right now because I have allergies again. And guess what I'm doing? I'm coughing. Everything, every single time I cough, I think of you. It's like your face shows up in my mind, thinking, oh, he would not be pleased with that. Yes, but anyway, okay. And then, um, you know, I'm raising children, and my 16-year-old and her boyfriend are about to push me to being an episode on the Dr. Phil show. And if that's the case, I would hope all our viewers would go and watch that also. (laughs) So you could be viewers for that episode. Oh, my 
gosh, it is just enough to make me go wacky. And, you know, one of her girlfriends had said to me, this is a little while ago, um, we were, I don't know what we were talking about, but her little girlfriend told me that she thinks it's really ridiculous that um, I and people like me, meaning old people, have expectations and that we need to stop living with expectations. And I said to her little friend, well, that's an interesting comment. I said, don't you work? Don't you work for like a hamburger joint or something? She sort of stood there and I go, well, my, my dear sweet friend, that hamburger joint has expectations of you. There's rules, there's regulations, there's certain things that you need to do in order to keep your job. Even the country you live in has expectations. There's certain things you can and cannot do in order to stay, you know, quote unquote, free in our country and live the way you want to live. It's just, anyway, now there's a ramble right there. It's just driving me freaking batty, batty, this whole I do what I want when I want to do it. There's no expectations, you know. You can't require anything of me. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but I, I don't know why I'm saying this. It's like, it's like what, is they, what do they say? It's like preaching to the choir. I know it. Because you have your own daughter, and she's getting to that age. She is getting to that age. And what I have learned, because before, so before, uh, Jordan hit this lovely age of, you know, about 14 to 16 years old. You know, my girls, I'm a real, I'm a nurturing mom. I'm a loving mom. I am a mom that's deliberately there. But I am raising these children to be assets to society, to find their footing and to learn how to create their own happiness and how to look past themselves and understand that the world is not just based around them and to teach them how to serve and to work hard and to go after the things they want, all of those things. But <clears throat> I, am, I am a mom that allows my children to fall down, stand up, brush off and move on. And I'll give guidance on how you stand up and brush off and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. I'm rambling so much. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm rambling about now. <sighs> Jeez, Louise. It had, I was going somewhere. Oh. All right. And you're not even here, Ray. You're not even here to help me. You usually get me right back on track. All I know is that my kid is driving me wacky and I myself am trying to find my footing, my footing's and foundation because I am owning. Oh my gosh, I own two construction companies now. I own a residential construction company, I own a commercial construction company, and I own a flooring company. What? Uh-huh. Have everything. Yep. And now I'm going in to get my LLC, not my LLC, I already have that, to go in to get my bank accounts and um, insurance. That's, that's where I am. <clears throat> Everything else is done. CPA, check. Uh, I have my docs and approvals and financials department, check. I have my um, residential general contractor, check. I have my commercial contractor. Check. Um, I have myself, the interior designer owner. 
me check uh yeah I, I so far everything but insurance and the bank accounts are done and and oh my gosh and then i went in oh my gosh okay 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 and then i went in yesterday or the day before into a company for slabs you know countertops and i walk in and i do my thing chat 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 and he says to me well we don't typically give you know accounts to new companies we like more established companies so i began my pitch and i said gentlemen because he was standing there with another guy i go do you see who you're looking at and i go i know ray this is sort of a soft spot or a soft spot i don't know it doesn't matter what i'm gonna say is it works for me i'm gonna use it i go look at me the color of my skin and i'm female these two things are huge for me and i said i'm a minority woman-owned construction company and in the state the state has told me time and time again it is just like a it's like a golden goose and it just stopped them in their tracks they turned around and they said you know what sydney that was a dang good pitch you made a lot of sense we're gonna give you an account so i get, i have an account now at a slab yard i have an account at a tile i mean major <clears throat> these are big companies they're national at a tile house i have an account at a hardwood uh company an account at an lvp uh company with brilliant flooring oh my gosh i can't get over that and then um and then oh I, I have a fabricator i call him up he thought i was crazy but i'm like i have to have a fabricator in order to get an account and i negotiate and the fabricator is going to pay for so if i have a client that needs a countertop the slab will be purchased by my fabricator my fabricator will pick it up take it to his location he will fabricate it means cut out the hole for the sink and the stove and whatever he will deliver and install it and then i quote unquote buy it from him and but i'll make money off of it you gotta make money or else you're not doing business if you're not if you're not making money you're just buying stuff you know anyway ray oh my gosh i made 10 minutes Yahoo! I was wondering if I could jabber long enough. I don't know why I wonder that. I don't know why I continue to wonder that. I mean, I can talk like no other. It's why I'm a talk show host. Anyway, I miss you. And I love our viewers. And, oh my gosh, I think we've gotten maybe two more viewers. I don't know. <laughs> but our numbers are increasing. I'm so excited. I love you all. I love you, Ray. Dare to be better with Ray and Sid. Okay, so first and foremost, no coughing allowed. Whether I'm there or not, there's no coughing. And it's obviously not me that you're allergic to because I'm not there. Maybe it's the, uh, the fog or the smog or the smoke that rolled back in, thinking I was coming to town and had to obscure your gorgeous mountain range. Making a liar out of you every time I show up. <laughs> if you're new to the party, I've been out to Salt Lake a few times to visit Sydney and to record podcasts and do our thing. And she's like, yeah, you know, normally these, these mountains are gorgeous and they're right there. They pop 3D off the skyline. And both times, last two times I was out there, you know, they were kind of murky and there was... uh soot in the air smog in the air whatever and it was just making for uh you know a uh a murky background and she's like 
I don't know. Maybe it's you. Maybe you bring in the smog. Maybe I do. Who knows? I hear that about people. You know, the people that have the clouds perpetually hanging over them, and it's a sunny day, but there's that rain cloud that follows them around. Am I am I a magnet for smoke clouds? I don't think so. I'm not from Los Angeles. But uh, anyway, I am hiding out in my office. I was only scheduled to be in the office for part of the day, but to do this, I had to find some place where it was quiet. And right now at my house, it's anything but quiet. They're removing trees off my property. So I would have chainsaws to contend with and wood chippers and trucks and all sort of heavy machinery. You know, in in conjunction with the normal noise off the main street, when the trucks roll by and everything else and the buses, you can soundproof all you want. When a bus rolls down the street and barrels down, you can feel it. You can You can just feel the shaking on everything. So today was just a uh, full day of anarchy. They got the street closed and uh, I'm using my neighbor's driveway as well as my driveway. So causing a big disturbance. The uh, neighbors next door, the apartment complex, they're all pissed off because there's wood chips and sawdust everywhere. And they're, they're sweeping and they're, you know, trying to clear the, uh, all the waste, all the residual uh, wood and everything else, all the collateral damage off their property. And I'm just watching them sweep. I'm like, why don't you just wait until we're done and do it once? Kind of like snowing, right? I mean, I don't know what they think is going to accumulate there. Who knows? Whatever. That's okay. But uh, as far as Generation Z and their uh, disdain for expectations... That's ridiculous, as we both know. I mean, expectations and goals absolutely define me, as you know. And I plan to be working well past 100. I'm going to be, you know, I plan to be over 100 years old. i got a lot to do. And, you know, I don't care at that point that I won't need the money. I mean, I love what I do now. And I don't really do it... Strictly for the money. I could be making a lot more money doing more stressful things. But, you know, I chose to break it up and do two, three, and four jobs, you know, to make whatever I needed or decided was going to be substantial. And I'd rather do it that way. And it's always family first. That's one thing that, you know, we learned early. My dad told me that you can always make money. You won't get your time back. So choose it wisely. Your time is your most valuable asset. And if anybody is stealing your time, wasting your time, they're doing you the biggest disservice of all. So I've uh, I've been dealing with some of that too, trying to eliminate time wasters from my life. And uh, done a pretty good job. I've cleaned I've cleaned house, I have to say. Had to get had to be done. It just was uh, you know, it, it just becomes a drain on your day. You know, so it's good every once in a while just to take, uh, you know, take uh, inventory and see what's still important in your life. You know, you were talking about reasons and seasons and this person's in your life for this amount of time. And now, you know, that time is coming gone. So that happens with jobs. That happens with people. That happens with uh, activities you're doing, you know, and things change. And you evolve, 
and uh, people around you aren't evolving, then you have to uh, make decisions. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the kids. Well, I do know what's going on. They're being programmed to uh, to um, accept that, you know, you don't always have to be the best that you can be. I don't really understand that myself. I mean, <laughs> just like Ted Knight in uh, Caddyshack, well, the world needs ditch diggers too. No, but I mean, you know, you should always shoot for your best. We know that. My daughter understands that. She actually purchased her own uh, VR game system recently. Saved up her own money and she wanted this. And we said, okay, you can buy that. And, uh, you know, it, it only put a minor dent in the money she had saved. So she got the best one possible. The Oculus or whatever it's called. I don't know. And, um, you know, now she understands the value of money. She takes exquisite care of this thing. Because, you know, she laid out the money for it. She understands the value. She understands what it's worth. When you put the money out, you tend to respect it more. And I plan to do that with her college, too. I'll let her live at home if she goes to college. And, um, you know, it'd be great if she could pay her own way. I And I say that because... And I, and I have money saved for her college anyway. I have money saved for her college. I have, you know money saved just in case you always have your kids backs you want you want them to succeed you want them like you said to fall on their face when they have to learn the hard lessons but obviously not to the point where they drown you know they can uh, they can get a scare in them they can you know doggy paddle their way back to the shore but obviously you're not going to let them you know to a certain point you let them fall on their face but I feel that if she pays for college, just like with this uh, VR system, she'll see the value of the dollar. Oh my God, college is expensive. Maybe it's the first two years, maybe community college or whatever it might be. If it's, who knows? She gets accepted to a good college. You get scholarships. Maybe you're just paying for your books and your room and board. But if you pay for it again, it's like, well, I want to make this count. This isn't public school where it's being tax funded, where you know mom and dad are paying for it. But, you know, if you pay for it, well, you know, you don't have to go to college. You're paying for the so-called privilege of going to college. You're going to make the most of that. You want to make sure you get A's and B's. You're not going to flunk and uh, not get credit for those courses when you pay good money for it. So the value of a dollar, it's a good lesson. No handouts, no excuses. That's my mantra. But... That's how I know she'll succeed because she already recognizes that these are the steps and this is what, you know, it takes to get what you want. She sees mom and dad working hard and it's honest work. No one's dealing drugs. No one's selling meth out of their, out of their house. No one's, nobody's prostituting themselves. Nobody's uh, taking any handouts. We're doing things the right way. And you know, that's the one thing that's been missing is um, that lesson of family. But, you know, and you, you have to be both mom and dad, so that's been doubly hard on you, but, I mean, you've done it. You know, your kids, they respect you, they listen to you, and, uh, I mean, you know, our kids get mouthy. That's going to happen, but, you know, at the end of the day, they understand. I know they do. 
And as far as your business, I knew, I had no doubt in my mind that uh, your construction businesses would take off. Of course, you know, I don't buy into any of the identity politics. We all know that already. I mean, they can sue me if they want, but I'm hiring the best out there. I know you can do the job, so I'd hire you because you could do the job. I don't care if you're golden brown or if you're blue. It doesn't matter to me. You're either getting the job because you're good or you're going to sit because you suck. And if you're next in line on the identity politics list, sorry, if you don't have the qualifications, come back when you got them. And like I said, take me to court if you have to. As far as you go, I know the system is broken. It's a screwed up system. I don't blame you for taking advantage of it. Someone's going to. You might as well take it while it's available because when I become dictator, I I mean, uh, excuse me, freely elected leader of uh, whatever it is I'm leading, I plan to change a lot of that. So (laughs) if you people know it's good for you, you'll keep me out of politics. Trust me. I'll have a lot more enemies than, than I need. But that's okay, because if you don't have enemies, you're not shaking up the world. You're not doing anything, right? Anyway. Uh, Well, there you go. You got some rambling out of me, too. Old man yelling at the cloud, and uh, hey, I am embracing my mulch delivery, speaking of uh, dad stuff. I don't know, my daughter's probably thinking that is the most uncool thing you've ever said, but (laughs) when the, uh, the trees are done, and everything is ground to stumps and they've removed whatever roots they can. I'm going to rototill, I'm going to reseed, and where there was creeping ivy, I'm putting down mulch. That's going to also expose a lot of the uh, concrete damage that the ivy's been hiding, so I know I'll have some uh, cement work to do too, but that's okay. The weather's nice now, so that's what I'll be doing. But I'll tell you, I could really use a Ron Hall when that happens. Anyway, love you, miss you. You're the best. That's my rambling. That's my missive. I'll check in with you guys and girls next week.